This episode of the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast is brought to you by Groundhog Day is an event, not a business strategy. Are you ready to finally solve those pesky issues that keep holding back your business success and never seem to go away? Embrace the power of the spring formula that unearths the issues and opportunities burrowed beneath the surface and grow your business so you thrive from your intersection of your brilliance and your passion. Claim your copy today at www.thegroundhogbook.com. Welcome to the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Join us as we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who reveal what they are doing to make the world a better place by being part of it. Be sure to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now sit back, lean in, tune in, get your notepad and two pens ready, and let's get started. My name is Adam Homie. I'm your host, and I am honored by your wise decision to tune in and invest in yourself today. Right now, we are speaking with Gloria Grace Rand, who is known as the author of Live, Love, Engage, How to Stop Doubting Yourself and Start Being Yourself. She shares messages from the heart as the number one best-selling author, host of the Live, Love, Engage podcast, and is an intuitive business coach. There are so many things you can discover about her. I encourage you, if you're not already there, to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com and view this episode on the website. Just scroll down to the show notes. You'll see her detailed biography. And with that, Gloria, come on in. Welcome aboard. Hey, thanks for having me, Adam. I'm so glad to be here today. Oh, the honor, the pleasure are all mine. So the first question is, how does the work you do make the world a better place for your clients, customers, and society at large? Well, I tell you what, um, most entrepreneurs who actually hire me, they don't really know how to communicate authentically. So that's where I come in. I help them to appreciate their unique value so that they can actually create more impact and influence and income in their business. And I do that by, as you mentioned, you know, helping them to attract clients to their business with messages from the heart. So my primary business has been SEO copywriting and but I make sure that we make sure that their message is in alignment with who they are. That's fantastic. So you mentioned SEO copywriting, but could you just tell us a bit more in detail what it is you do so that our listeners have an understanding? Absolutely. Yeah. So I help business owners by writing content that gets found on Google. And that's what that SEO stands for, search engine optimization. Right. But again, it's more importantly about not the keywords are important, but the actual message is what's important. And so that's why I, I help them through also intuitive business coaching to help people to really get clear and confident about their message so that then I can help them turn that into content for their website so they can attract those ideal clients that they want. And um, yeah, so that's that's primarily what I do. Well, one of the purposes of podcasting is, you know, being a podcaster yourself are the search engine benefits associated with podcasting. Right. Uh, as I like to explain to folks, especially those who believe that, oh, I'll put a file on Podbean or Anchor and call myself a podcaster. Here's <laughs> you, you get it. You get it. And I'm yeah. not 
putting those networks down because they do serve a purpose. They actually make pretty decent syndicators, Mm -hmm. although they're not what we recommend. We don't hold it against them. However, what you don't have is the ability to utilize your website to inject data for, and this covers most of the search engines that people are familiar with. They want to argue about Google or Yahoo or DuckDuckGo or what have you. It's the same thing. Uh, Your your primary SERP, the main image, you know, the main search, uh, you can work on the image searches, mm-hmm. the video searches, and most search engines have a separate podcast search. For mm-hmm. example, Google is constantly crawling, looking for podcast RSS feeds. Uh, with one of our VIP reachers whose website recently went live, when our assistant began submitting her RSS feed for syndication, she found out Google already had it. Yeah. Cool. And, that site, and that site had been live for like three days. Wow. Now, it, now, it's just a matter at that point of pumping additional content with key phrasing, right. and you'll begin to appear in the podcast search, which can show up right on page one, right near where the mm. images would be. Awesome. So this well, is all yeah. very important what we do. Yeah, definitely. And and you've just actually taught me something new today. <laughs> so I don't yes. even know about that part. So great. All right. So in your experience, what are a few FAQs, frequently asked questions that people raise when you're going through their process of making their decision to work with you? Um, absolutely. Well, I would say probably the three first one is why isn't my website attracting more clients? <laughs> because right. that's why they're coming to me for sure. And then of course, they always want to know how much is this going to cost? Um, because people are concerned with how much it's what their budgets are. And, and the other Smart. one is when am I going to see results? And that one, um, I have to caution people on sometimes because they expect immediate results. And with SEO, as you probably know, it doesn't always work that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, now we've evolved a bit. I can go back about 15 years when I was in a different business. And I had, this is back in the days when I would take on a $300 project. Wow, we going back. But anyway, <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll show you my podcast video, uh, podcast reach video training series for 500 and uh, you get two mm-hmm. calls with me, but, uh, and see what I did. I did a little seed-based marketing, but, mm-hmm. but, here, but here's the deal. This person, uh, their, their website went up and, uh, they were shocked the next day to not find that their website was not number one on Google. I know. Yeah. And, uh, and I tried to explain the same thing to them. You probably explained to other folks and uh, they, I just got nothing but sarcasm for them. Finally, I got to the point. It's like, what do you expect me? What do you expect me to do? Do you expect me to call Google and tell them to make your website? Number one, Uh, should we be, should, uh, should we like start making phone calls to people all over the world, telling them to visit your website and also call Google and tell them to make it number one. Uh, Should we be in contact with ICANN? Should we be negotiating every step of the internet backbone? It goes all the way up to the center of the internet and comes all the way back down to individual routers? Uh, do we need to launch an awareness campaign uh, that people need to flush their routers manually because it only happens automatically in some cases every three days? Mm-hmm. And this person actually said, not only should you have done that, you should have thought of that sooner. Oh, wow. Yikes. <laughs> Looney, Ben. However, there are folks who believe that just because something is on the internet, it should automatically be ranked. And that is not always the case. However, we've discovered with podcasting, you can cut through some of that noise. That's and sometimes true. it's just a matter of renaming things. Like I tell yeah. people all the time, if you, the last thing you need to warn in your business, in fact, if you have it, get rid of it, is traffic to your website. 
What you want instead are visitors to your web pages who fulfill the three P's of website conversions, pre-qualified, prepped, and pumped. I cover this in my book. Uh, that's just simply a way of renaming it. So one tactic we uh, offer is come up with a new name for that thing that's commoditized and put your own mm-hmm. spin on it. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. that's yeah. one of my contributions. Now, with all this being said, we could put, turn this into a mastermind on SEO, but we only have a few more minutes here. I just love this topic. What are a few questions you wish people would ask? What makes you different from your competitors? There are many of them, yes. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And what can I expect from working with you, for one thing? And also, how soon can we get started? I like that one. Yeah, <laughs> that I like that, that one a lot, too. It's, to one of, it's one of my favorite questions. <laughs> so uh, let's shift gears a little bit, and let's get to know Glory a little bit better. Sure. What would people who know you be surprised to learn about you? I would say they might be surprised to learn that I actually don't wear glasses anymore. I don't even wear contact lenses anymore. And I'm in my late 50s. Okay. And most people would be actually wearing reading glasses or bifocals. But I went through a personal development workshop a few years ago where we had an exercise to help you remember something in the past that you didn't want to see. And so I really do believe that there's a strong mind-body connection. And I did recall something that I think that I had seen when I was maybe four or five years old. And after that, I found that my vision started getting better. So I started experimenting and I started wearing my contact lenses less and less. And now I don't need glasses to see. I can I can see distance and I was nearsighted. So, um, you know, seeing you would probably even still be blurry (laughs) like 10 years ago. So I understand. What would, uh, what do you hope people say about you when you're not around to hear it? I hope they say that I am compassionate, uh, creative and dedicated to helping my clients succeed. Absolutely. I think we have a different answer for this next question. Then, yeah, no, 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 no. This next question, because you oh, already okay. shared going back oh, and finding true. something, finding something that you wish you hadn't seen. That's interesting because mm-hmm. I was, because it kind of ties into question number seven. Uh, mm-hmm. but let's have some fun with it. Maybe that's the answer. And maybe the next answer is going to be different. We're going to find out two things about you, actually. <laughs> two for the price of one. I love double the value. And for, <laughs> and for, the, and for the price of this, the price is right. Uh, if right. you could go back in time, and change one thing you've done or one thing you've experienced, what would it be and why? Uh, I would have actually raised my fees sooner in business because I I used to write one of my first clients was a web designer and I wrote blog articles for them. And I think it took me at least four years before I actually asked for a raise when I realized that it was like, oh, you know, I've been doing really good work for them. Why am I not asking for money and asking for more money? So, yeah, I would have definitely done that. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, it's funny how as entrepreneurs, we have the ability to set those trajectories. Now, yeah, we have to demonstrate our value. You can't mm-hmm. necessarily yes. say, well, I want double the money for doing the same thing, which is why you got to stay on top of those incremental increases. And yeah. you got, you've got to continue to modify your value perspective. But I remember what it was like in corporate when I worked in corporate and mm-hmm. uh, in the year 2003, I got shafted on a race. Mm-hmm. And uh, even though my next promotion was diagonal, into a completely different type of position who required a different level of skill and uh, was actually considered supervisory rather mm. than administrative, they said, well, from your previous salary, we can only increase, or from your previous wage rate, we can only increase your salary by 5%. I said, what? 
What? Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> this isn't a reflection of what I did in a different department at a lower level on the org chart. I've moved up and over. Yeah. But, I, but they wouldn't budge. They had this asinine policy that basically trapped you if you ever got shafted on a raise. Mm. That sucks. And, uh, and so with <laughs> entrepreneurs, we do this to ourselves way too often is my point. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, we, we get, and we yeah. say, well, we get really timid about it or what have you. And mm. and the best part is, is it's the affluent customers, and in many cases, are the easiest ones to work with. And true. And I and I and I and I, I found that I found mm-hmm. that uh, some of your really great customers have more money than time, and mm-hmm. in their case, they know what you do. In some cases, yeah. they understand what you do better than you do. Yeah. So they yeah. appreciate the value. Exactly. And therefore aren't going to haggle over your fees because they know if right. they try to do it themselves, they couldn't. Exactly. They know what they're going to get for three the $300 version of it. Mm-hmm. So they appreciate yeah. it. Really, all you have to do is deliver and occasionally add some extra sprinkles. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> it's not hard. And uh, yeah. and uh, now, now I tend to go overboard sometimes because uh, <laughs> I really believe in over-delivering. Uh, yeah. And that's why within our podcast reach system, we have a few Easter eggs for our for our viewers uh, mm-hmm. and for our and for our clients, uh, every single client we've ever had has been amazed by this thing that they never thought would ever be included in a launch your podcast program. Mm, that's awesome, but it's there. Well, so, that's, but all the, but all but all the same, what I want to bifurcate yeah. is the difference between um, delivering what you said you would and throwing on a few extra sprinkles right. versus feeling that you have to give. The world, the stars, the moon, the sun, <laughs> and all the grass on God's green earth for three hundred and fifty dollars, yeah. and then expect to be criticized for not doing enough. Yeah, there's an expectations management thing here, and yeah, this is absolutely. where we need this is where we need to uh, collaborate. Now, what mm-hmm. famous person, alive or dead, would you like to meet, and what questions would you have for them? Oh man, about raising your rates. Yeah, well, yeah, that that too. But but actually, it's interesting. I, I struggled over this question. I, I've I've been asked it before, and I've never quite known what to answer. But I did just actually have an, an epiphany a little while ago. Um, and one of the people that I, I follow is Marianne Williamson. I've read her books okay. about the Course in Miracles, and I think the question I'd like to ask her is, how did she manage? dealing with the haters when she ran for president, because I saw a lot of people just really giving her a hard time and that she was crazy to be even entering the race. And I know that because that is something that even, even just in general, business owners in particular, you know, they deal with getting negative reviews and things like that. So I'd be just curious to know how, how she managed all that. I'd have the same question for Donald J. Trump. I mean, when you put Mm, yourself out there and you, and you, when you put yourself out there, particularly when you're challenging the norm as Trump did and as Williamson did, uh, Mm -hmm. these were not, these are not traditional run of the mill policy spouting politicians. Uh, Marianne had a very unique, special message just as Mm -hmm. Trump did. Now, whether now your opinions on their messages is not what this is about. It's just the fact that it doesn't fit the cookie cutter mold and you're going to catch the hate simply because mm-hmm. of resistance to change. Exactly. Yeah. That I mean, to me, that <laughs> to me, that was her impre- my impression of her presidential run. It's one of the ones I was actually interested in and followed mm-hmm. to some degree. So okay. I understand. I understand why she caught some of the hate. But I like you. I like you. It's a little NLP thing, by the way, for our <laughs> listeners. I like you. Would be curious to get her perspective of how right. she dealt with it internally and how yes. she managed to convert that energy into something positive and useful, which she exactly. appears to have done. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so what motivates and inspires you to keep going when you're having a tough time or facing a challenge? 
Uh, remembering that I'm here for a purpose and that is to help others to shine their light in the world because, uh, you know, I've been doing this through SEO copywriting, but now with the publication of my book in particular, I really want to be able to help people through coaching and, and courses and workshops just to, yep. to help people to stop doubting themselves so they, they can live fully, love deeply and engage authentically. Absolutely. And I think that when you have the authenticity and you're centered with that, we, I speak mm-hmm. of the intersection of your brilliance and your passion, you're mm-hmm. able to assert yourself more effectively, whether that means raising your rates, defending and defining your value, uh, right. managing your boundaries, whatever it is, it enables you to be not only more successful for yourself, but a better asset for your customers. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so finally, I know you have a special gift for our listeners, and I will share that with them. But in general, right now, what is one thing you would urge our listeners to do as they finish streaming this episode? Um, I advocate spending a few minutes every day and just getting quiet and going within. And and whether that's prayer, whether that's meditation, whether it's walking in nature, but just to start listening for that inner voice that is within that can help you guide you on your journey through life and business. So that's what I would advocate. It's a great practice. Fantastic. Well, uh, first of all, thank you for joining us today. And here's what you have. And we're going to display it on the screen right now. If you're watching the video version, I will say it out loud for the people who are out jogging. Go to GloriaRand.com forward slash claim hyphen gift. GloriaRand.com forward slash claim hyphen gift. If you're seeing the video on brilliancepluspassion.com, look down in the show notes. You'll see it's there. This is a guide that shows you how to move from self-doubt to self-love in four simple steps. Go pick it up. It's certainly worth it. Whether you're trying to raise your rates, your value, or your center of gravity, whatever it is you're trying to raise, check it out. It could be of some benefit to you. And with that, Gloria Grace Rand, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been an honor. And believe me, in education. Thank you so much, Adam. I appreciate it. And thank you, everyone who's been listening and watching. Thank you for tuning into the Brilliance Plus Passion podcast, where we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who are making a difference for their community, market, and audience. Remember to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Oh, 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 oh,